Blog Talk Radio. Well, Lisa, here we are. And uh, hey, how are you? And we got a great show today, and it was your idea. So um, anyway, share, share with us what we're talking about. Well, hello to you, Tariah. It's always good to hear your voice. You're always such a positive in my life. So, yes, Tuesdays I really look forward to. <laughs> um, so Thank you. I was actually, you're welcome, I was actually um, listening to another podcast this morning with Joyce Meyer and her girls called Talk It Out, and it was just kind of ironic because I had just ordered her new book, and the new book is called Loving People Who Are Hard to Love, and the title in and of itself just had me so intrigued, and so when I went to listen to her show today, that's what they were talking about. How do you love people who are hard to love? And I was like, wow, this is like an everyday thing, I think, for most human beings. <laughs> I don't sure. know. What do you I think, think I do. Because I, I was sitting there, when you told me that, I was listening to her podcast. I was like, and I listened to it. I was like, wow, that's really good. I'm going to listen to it again. Um, you know, because there there is some relevant points in there that, you know, I was listening to it, I was like, ah, oh. and it didn't, I usually like to take a few notes, not that I can read my handwriting after it sits for a while, but it's all good, so um, anyway, but uh, yeah, so she, she, she was really good, and um, she said something, she opened her podcast up with uh, talking about uh, relationships, we think that they're feelings, and they're not, so uh, I guess what did she say? Was it a commitment? Which it is. Um, but, you know, feelings will change, and then you get divorced, right, for instance? Or you look for somebody mm-hmm. else and maybe have an affair. I, I, you know, because I've, I've seen it in my own uh, group, you know, too, as well. But uh, it's, uh, what did she say? She said, instead of feelings, we need to have commitment to the relationship to ourselves. Um, yes, and it was it was interesting because I think – when we hear the word love, we automatically relate it to a romantic relationship. And, That's right. you know, her whole, her whole um, point with the book is loving people Christ-like. You know, you don't always have yeah, to agape, like somebody. Agape love. Agape, yeah, right? That's right. What, agape, yeah. yeah agape. And, you know, I was just like, you know, I know as Christians we know it, but I don't think that we really know it because we associate so many things or experiences or less than situations with, oh, my God, you know, this, is, this person is just horrible, this person is this, this person is that. And, I mean, there were a couple things that she said, you know, during this podcast that were just for me major aha moments. And I don't yeah, know about too. you, how, what you thought. Yeah. Yeah. It was a major aha moment. So I, I, cause I was going to ask you this, cause as I said, I listened to it, uh, you know, uh, you know, today, but I didn't get to it till the afternoon. Great, great podcast, you guys, but our, her book, uh, what's the name of her book again? Cause she mentioned it in the, in the podcast I listened to, but um, she, people can get it. Um, they can order it, but what, what was the name again, if that's a good ask? Oh, sure. It's called Loving People Who Are Hard to Love. And I, wow. mine literally just delivered today because it was just released. 
what, a day or two ago. So I had mine on order from Amazon, and I literally just, it was just on my porch right before we started the call. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to get this book and read it. Yes, and, you know, she made a statement in, uh, this afternoon. She was talking, and she made a few of them. But she said, uh, loving, um, loving, loving someone does not mean always, um, you know, being not was it, it was better than being right, but it was something like that when you love when you're loving someone. Do, do you remember that part? And if not, that's okay too, obviously. But um, I, I, it touched my heart the way she said it. You know, do you remember that part? It did. Like I do remember that part, and she was associating it with people who have hurt us and how, you know, we should continue to love them and pray for them because it's, it's a release for us, not necessarily for them. And that because we are still loving them or should be still loving them, um, again, doesn't mean that we have to have this relationship with them it doesn't mean that we owe them anything or they owe us anything. It's more about releasing from our standpoint. And the other, uh, the other, the other point that she was making during her conversation was, as an individual, we we don't get hurt by people we don't love. We don't so get hurt by people. Yeah. So, you know, and, and the, the first thing that I that came to mind for me was, you know, when you're driving, and I think I've shared this on the show before, you know, I'm in a stoplight and my gosh, if I don't take my foot off the brake and put on the accelerator right away, I got people honking their horns behind me or, you know, I set my cruise control on the highway and people just like fly by me going 20 miles over the speed limit, you know, so on and so forth. And, you know, giving me certain kind of hand gestures that aren't very nice. <laughs> And, um, you know, I immediately, I immediately went to, gosh, that person's obviously having a really bad day because, again, hurt people hurt people, right? So if right. I maybe don't necessarily like that person and I don't love what they did to me, but I'm, I'm not going to hold that as close to my heart as if I would somebody that I love and care for that has hurt me. Am I explaining that right, Tree? Did you hear that part as well? Yes, I did. And uh, so, you know what? Hurt people hurt people. And you and I have done a podcast on that before. But the way she said it is uh, hurt people are hurting people. I was like, that's much better the way she said it. Hurt people are hurting people. And uh, so... Yeah, so that that was uh, that was really good, and uh, she, you know, um, she was talking also about having to be right, and I'm one of those people that I've had to struggle not to push that having to be right, and because uh, mm-hmm. you know I'm sitting there stewing, right? I'm a little sewer, and uh, you know I'll be thinking about that. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong, and she brought it up, and uh, she said that about her some of the the other two girls. I don't know if it's two or three. I don't remember now, but you know, we're talking about that as well. So um, that that right there hit home with me too, right? I mean, do you feel that way? Do you have to be right? See, I like being right, right? I, I like putting thought into it. You know, that's the way it is. But, um, 
not that's not important. It really isn't. And uh, being right, because sometimes you can be the last person standing and being right. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, exactly. What's your thoughts? Oh, no, I, I agree. And it's just, you know, when you listen to her message and her thoughts on this whole topic, it, it, like I said, it really was several aha moments for me because it all makes perfect sense. And, you know, she was quoting a lot of scriptures in the Bible, you know, associated with this whole, you know, subject matter. And you don't really think of the Bible as being that direct, but it really is. And the way she, you know, can translate those messages, right, as just like, Wow. I mean, extremely impactful. And then, you know, she started going into, I don't think it was Corinthians. I think it was Proverbs. They were um, referring to, you know, what love is. And I can't right. remember the exact brought me and led me to, you know, the um, verses from Corinthians, you know, love is patient, love is kind, you know, that whole series. And, you know, we really have to take a step back sometimes and understand the the meaning of love, because it, it is very different when you look at it from the perspective that Joyce explained or, or is going to explain in her book and explained on the podcast. So it, it was just, for me, it was just life-changing today. And I was so, you know, looking forward to sharing it with you and potentially discussing it, you know, on the show today because of the profound impact that that whole message has. It's like, how do you love people who are hard to love? And you don't right. think about the the um, the circle of friends or acquaintances that that encompasses, right? It's kind of crazy. Right. Right. You don't. Um, the, the one thing that I do know is, like, you know, we, we always want to be right. We always want to have the last word. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, easy to say you love somebody when everything's nice, but boy, um, I, I always, you know, I believe Jesus tried on the cross for us and then rose after three days, but can you imagine the guy that pounded that nail in his hand? He loved him and he died mm. for him. I was like, wow, right? I thought about that today. Yeah. I was like, yeah, died, died for him. And, and Jesus is talking, I mean, God, sorry, Joyce is talking today about, you know, she goes, people, I tell you what annoys me, people that are Super structured, not structured, but super strict, religious. Yeah. I like, yes. I, I hear you. <laughs> like I hear you. Well, and uh, I know. Yeah. It was funny to hear her say that, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And uh, Jesus, you know, and and she's talking about the Bible, and and I thought this is cool. I was like, because I want to do one on my foot, but. She's talking about she got two tattoos. One of them was a cross, okay. And what was the other one? I don't remember, but um, she got. got she had the word me. love. She had the word love tattooed on her foot because she said she wanted to have a constant reminder that she walks in love. Oh, that's the yeah. There you go. And <laughs> I was sitting there going, "I hear you. I hear you." Uh, and I adore her because you know she's talking about. Uh, you know, people uh, being super strict and religious, and, and they, there's something in the Bible, apparently. I don't know a lot about the Bible. You know, I'm reading it now. 
uh, when uh, you know when she she was she was talking, uh, you know about about the Bible and how uh, a literal translation. She said, "Yeah." She goes, "I have people that talk about uh, they, don't mark yourself up with ink because there's somewhere in the Bible it says that I don't even remember." And she said, "But that's not." really what it says you know so I was like okay good for you lady I like that lady she's funny because I've never been on one for tattoos but I think I'm going to do one now I've thought about it for about a year or so I will do it probably I asked my dad and my dad goes yeah I think that's great and he said just put it here somewhere you know and everything like that so it doesn't define who you are but it's a part of who you are I like I think it really right. good dad yeah so anyway that's uh so exactly that, that's what yeah, you know, she's a, she's a great lady. She really is. And uh, she came and she was talking about how things happened to her. She was sexually abused when she was a child by her dad. And she said how, um, you know, how her people that go through trauma, uh, which was interesting, uh, there's a lot of people out there that go through trauma and how they handle it and what they do with it. Um you remember mm-hmm. that part? Of the, yes. The, yeah. So what were your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I, I can't relate to her specific situation, but I can empathize right. with her because, right. you know, no matter what kind of, um, you know, negative situation any of us are ever put in, we always have that guard up, you know, and that boundary because we don't want to, you know, put ourselves out there again for additional hurt. And I guess one of the girls that was um, part of this discussion on the podcast, she and her husband had had some marital issues in the past, and she was very um, reluctant, you know, to welcome him back, per se, when things were, you know, trying to get better. And it, it took her a long time because she had been tarnished as Joyce was tarnished by her father. So she said any man that would ever want to get close to her, she wouldn't let them in. And it was hard for her to welcome a relationship with a man because of the sexual abuse that she endured by her father. So, you know, it's it's going to be, uh, I mean, a challenge. This isn't anything that's easy for any of us to do. It's just that the messages from the Bible are encouraging us and to love people. We don't have to like them, but to love them. And I vividly remember when my boys were in grade school slash middle school and they would come home and make comments about, you know, kids in their class or whatever. And I said, you guys, look, I said, you're not always going to like people that you come in contact with, whether it's now, whether it's, you know, through your adulthood. But you always, always show respect to them, always. Doesn't mean you have to hang out with them. Doesn't mean, you know, you have to have this, you know, close friendship with them. But, you know, if you see somebody in the hall, don't purposely be negative towards them. Don't purposely ignore them. Say hello and move on. And I think that that's really the message that, you know, Joyce is trying to, you know, portray in her book is about, just be nice to people. You know, you don't have to go out of your way to be mean. And, and I could be yeah. taking her whole book out of context because I haven't even read it yet, but that's 
how I envision this book going. Well, I'm, I'm going to get ahead. it. At, yeah, no, I'm going to get it after get off the phone with you uh, and go and order it. But, yeah, so anyway, you got to love people where they're at. That That's for sure. And, for, you know, to true as well. You know, I remember my mom when I was growing up, you know, I was a terrible teenager. I didn't really go through the terrible twos. I think it's all good when I was a teenager. It's all good. But, um, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, my mother. She's funny. Anyway, she told me, she stood in front of me and she says, if you were not my daughter, I wouldn't even like you. I wouldn't be your friend. I go, thank God. <laughs> That's the kind of picture oh. of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because, you know, my mom, she could be she could be a handful. All moms can, but they do it out of the love most mm-hmm. of us do, right? And, um, right. yeah, so, yeah, so that, that, that was my mother. And she had a point there, though, because, I mean, you know, I've talked to parents, and a lot of them wouldn't even like their kid if they weren't their mom or their dad, you know? And so what is the lesson there? It's like it's like treat people like you want to be treated and, and – that kind of thing is, I guess, right? So, um, you know, and and just just do that, um, but also be honest, right? I think sometimes it's hard to be honest with people, don't you? Don't you think, um, Lisa? It is, you know, and it's hard to have what my management days would say crucial conversations. It's hard to have a conversation. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, because there's always going to be a topic that is uncomfortable. There's always going to be that, quote, elephant in the room that nobody wants to ever discuss. But for me, there's, it's the way the conversation goes. It's the tone of voice. It's the body language. You know, you have to be able to share your feelings and express them. It's how you do it. And, again, we're all human. I'm not perfect. I'm really not. I'm not bad, but I'm certainly not perfect. And there's, you know, things that I can work on when it comes to having those crucial conversations because I, I tend to get emotionally involved with them. So, you know, when your mom said, I love you, but I don't like you. And we've heard that right. from a lot of different people, you know, I love you, but no, nah, I don't like you very much. So I, I just think it goes back to, you know, how how you portray, you know, loving somebody. Because for me, based on what Joyce is saying, it's just being respectful of another person. Right. You know, and yeah. it's not about that romantic love. You can you can love somebody and, and, and respect them. That's a good point right there. Um, so that's, that's something I want to do. And, you know, my daughter, love her. She, you know, I, I told, I don't know if I told you this, I think she was, but uh, she goes, are you crying? I go, going to try not to cry, but I'm going to cry a little bit. <laughs> so, you know, but she laughed, I laughed and everything. So I, I realized that sometimes loving someone is being fun with them, you know, and, uh, like God, I have fun with God, God and Jesus and Holy Spirit, right? And um, uh, I know you do as well, right? So, um, yes. And that's, that's a good feeling. Uh, because I love what Joyce is talking about. She goes, those religious, you know, uh, <laughs> religious people. She's talking about the disciples and how uh, Peter and John were very different. John was a go-getter. He was 
Joey said she, John, not John, but Peter was a go-getter. He was more like her. He wouldn't take anything. He just moved through it and, you know, and not around it, but moved through it. And John would look at people and, and the other disciples and, and said, I am the disciple. And she was like, I would have knocked him out if I heard that, wouldn't you? I mean, because, you know, they were all important. But so I, and why am I sharing this is because, I think that sometimes we got we we got to make ourselves better and just trusting that we're already there. We don't have to go there. We're there. <laughs> Where that came from? But that not me. Um, we don't have to go. Oh, yeah. We're already. We don't have to go there. So um, yeah. So she was talking about that about John. I am the disciple of Jesus' love. I was like, yeah, we all are. <laughs> anyway, right. But that's yeah, about that. So yeah, we're all we're all there. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, so the way she described it and some of the times that people want to, I, I feel like that people are trying to make themselves better than they are, right? And they're trying to be all sweet and nice. Sometimes just rolling up your sleeves and telling how you really feel is okay and good. Don't you think? Right. Oh, I do. I really do. And I because if you don't, if you don't share your feelings and your thoughts, then especially when it's a, a tough conversation to have, it's only going to pent up inside you and then it's going to explode. And all of us know that that's not healthy. And I, I know for myself, I've been in those positions. So I have personally tried to start journaling because I know if I verbally have that conversation, it might not turn out as well as it should. So right. I I have had to really pull back sometimes and just write my thoughts out or I'll do voice memos and just share my thoughts on a voice memo, you know, rather than actually going to that person at that time. You know, so it gives me a chance to let off some steam. It gives me a chance to get emotional. And then I can have the conversation and hopefully have less emotions attached to it. It's It's very hard because, you know, we all want to share what is deep inside our heart and soul. It's just how we go about doing it. I think it's a right. challenge. How do you and uh, Rick do that? Do you, are, are you guys able to do that? Like have some real, real crucial conversations and, and, and love each other through it and during it? Yeah. Because it's a, it's not, it's not the romantic love or maybe it is. I don't know, but uh, it is the all, all Jesus loving, loving everybody, and that's what we're talking about, right? Joyce was talking about that today, and uh, yeah, so she's a great, great teacher, by the way. Um, oh, how are you she's an amazing teacher. If that's um, okay to Rick ask. Are, are, oh no, we're we're great. You know, I I do have to say though, and by no means am I saying our relationship is perfect, but it's it's pretty good. I'm very blessed. I think that the our crucial conversations happened early on in our relationship, which I believe helped us get to where we are today because we were both so fresh and so new into our relationship that we had different expectations. And I know we've talked about this before, but for Rick and I, I mean, honestly, I think the most recent crucial conversation I've had with him was the fact that we leave dishes in the sink and he doesn't wash them or put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> so that, was, that was our most recent crucial conversation. 
He doesn't wash them. He, he just puts them in a dishwasher. I can see you getting, getting involved with that. That's funny. Okay. So Yeah, I'm like, um, wait a minute. The dishwasher is right there. Why do you just rinse your coffee cup and leave it in the sink? Just, you're right there. Open up the dishwasher, put the coffee mug in the dishwasher. So, yeah, that, that's been our most recent crucial conversation. Um, yeah, I, I love that. That's good. And by, by the way, those who are listening out, both of them are very attractive people, just so you know. And, and uh, um, Rick, I, I think Rick is very manly, okay? So, um, and you're very, very, very feminine. So, that uh, you guys play those well, parts well. Well, thank yeah. you. He's he's a great guy. I'm very fortunate, very fortunate. And I do, you know, before I forget, I do want to um, just give a shout out to my cousin who actually um, introduced Joyce to me. Like I was, as you know, we I've been going through a really, really hard time with my youngest son. And at the height of it, when she and I were talking, she's like, Lisa, I'm going to suggest this Joyce Meyer, you know, ministries, if you want to take a listen to it, here's her podcast, here's, you know, information about her. And that was what, maybe two or three years ago now. So I really want to, you know, just publicly acknowledge her for giving me this amazing gift of Joyce Meyer, because it's been huge to listen to her ministries as far as my recovery and my continued struggles with a healthy relationship with my youngest son. So thank you so much. I will leave her nameless at this point, but yeah, I just very, very grateful for that. Well, I love that. So, you know, and she bought, you know, she was wonderful in the podcast today and I would have liked to listen to it twice. I just didn't have the time to do it, but I'm going to go back and listen to it. And, and uh, I listen to more because I've got people that, that love her like, like you do. And I really appreciate her. And the, the more I hear or listen to, the more I, I love her even more. But she was talking about, and this is, I got to tell you something. This is true about me because I was thinking about it early this morning. She was talking about how um, uh, you are, um, you're, you're uh, you know, we get caught up in what our perfect mate looks like for me. It will be a man. Yes. Uh, for others, a female. And I was, so, I was sitting there going, I go, God. I said, listen, I do not want a big, fat man who doesn't smell good, right, and smells like food. I thought that sounds bad, doesn't it? And uh, and so, because I just don't want that. And, you know, and then this Joyce tells the story of a lady that she knows that is getting married. And she met a guy. She goes, if I saw him, I would have never been attracted to him. And she goes, wouldn't you rather be attracted to somebody, you know, after you meet them more than when you first met them? And she's right, because looks mm-hmm. to me are so important. Isn't that awful? I know that I sound so bad, don't I? But I'm being honest. And uh, so I'm going to work on that. What, what's your thoughts about that? Because Rick's very good looking. He is. And oh, you're very beautiful. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. You're making me blush. You know what? Here's the thing. I think what we all have to keep in mind, and the reality of it is, Tree, is that there is a level of physical attraction, and you can't deny that. You know, you're, you know, male, female, whatever you're looking for in life, you know, there is a sense of a physical attraction to another person. And what we have to remind ourselves is 
what you see on the outside isn't always what you're seeing on the inside and vice versa. So like George right. was saying too, you know, this person may not have been, you know, someone they would have been physically attracted to at the onset, but they gave the relationship a chance. And this man just treats this woman like gold. And, you know, beauty does go beyond skin deep. I'm just saying don't be so hard on yourself because of that level of physical attraction. It, it is there. I, I, can't, I can't deny it. I don't think you can deny it either. We're just saying, you know, give people a chance. Yeah, give them a chance. And, then, you know, and uh, I always ask uh, God, I go, show, God and the angels, and I go, show me I'm attracted to him, what relationship he's like. And I was like, okay, I'm out of here. Audi is like that, you know, because sometimes you will bring the same kind of person in. And um, and I always ask God about that in the angels. So anyway, but, uh, yeah, just and ask, you know, so I'm going to clean it up tonight. Say, God, I, you know, what I really like is someone that I can love and trust, and he can love and trust me. And we can have that goppy love and a great friendship as well as a, a love, you know, have all the loves in, uh, underneath under one umbrella, you know. So uh, that'd be great, right. I think. So, And, and, and I think, I, too, to your point is, you know, when you see somebody that you're, like, majorly physically attracted to, it's a bonus if their heart is just as beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right about that, too. Anyway, I'll put that in my my uh, attract list uh, for my man. So anyway, their heart's beautiful, there you which go. I think I've said. They're they're beautiful to me, right? And uh, my cousin used to say, "Beauty's in the eye of the beholder," and then I would tell him, "Who has a pig's eye?" Right? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> I hope, but he 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 and I he and I I love him. He's a good man. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'm praying for my family there because they just lost my uncle. And, uh, um, you know, so uh, my uncle now is in heaven, heaven land. But I go, what a, I, you know, this is how I choose to view stuff. Uh, I feel like um, I wrote a comment on his on their page. I said, think about it. God woke up. I mean, I, uncle, my uncle woke up, and he's in heaven. And he gets to hang out with the best father and son team in the universe, God and Jesus. Isn't that cool? I was like, wow, That's what kind of question? Yeah. Very and nice. Anyway. Well, I'm sorry yeah. about your loss. I really am. Oh, not me. I mean, I told my dad, I said, don't you be sorry. He goes, That's right. He goes, I, I, I said, he lived He lived a long life. He lived in the E-Zani, and there's people that have lived longer, but he did a lot and enjoyed his life. Oh, so wow. that's a good so, That's anyway, great. Anyway, this is a. Yes, and I'm going to get the book. Thank you for your recommendation. It was good. I appreciate it. So it opened my eyes to some things that I needed to look at. I have it did for our listeners now and later. And uh, so I appreciate it, uh, my sweet friend. Anyway, you take care, everybody. And uh, Lisa, my, we'll see you next uh, Tuesday, right? That sounds great. Thanks, everybody. God bless. God bless you guys. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye.